Short leaves taste good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. It's us, it's we, it's them. It's the Unfiltered Gentleman. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Most importantly, thanks for drinking along. I am Greg. Uh, not so creative names this time. Over there is Scott. This is magic. <laughs> and underneath him is, well, next to him is Dan. That's right. Not underneath me. No, never. <laughs> and, uh... I swear one of these days we'll get a new voiceover. In fact, I've already paid the guy. Allie, how's it going? Hi. Hello Wait, there. My name didn't show up? No, it did not. Oh. So it's a new format. We'll talk about that Do in a couple of Do I need to introduce myself? Please. I, my name was Hi, Vanessa. Hi. Oh. <laughs> that was my name today. Could not see the names on our, our new recording system. One downside yeah. is you guys can't be smart asses, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks. So, so sorry. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for joining. Shout out to our top listening city of last week, which was the Little Old City. There might even be a full city of Oak Park, California. Oak Park, California. Glad to see they're still around after all the fires and everything. Um, and don't forget to hashtag show us your beers when you're on the gram and tag us and everything you got. We like to see beer pictures. Rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you're listening to your pods. We're there. Rate and subscribe. It helps their stupid, nerdy algorithm find us, and uh, that's how we get more famous. Sir. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for joining. I am not going to mess around too much. We have a special guest joining us tonight, so uh, let's crack right into the beer side of things. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Are we ever having ourselves a beer? As I said, special guest joining us all the way from the other side of town is the head brewer of 14 Cannons, Nick Bordelin. Nick, thank you for joining us. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, cheers indeed. Uh, Nick's here to talk about their latest collab with uh, another local brewer around here. I'll let him talk about that. Uh, this is in honor of their third anniversary, which I was very surprised to see third anniversary on the can. I was like, no way. It's like the second anniversary, right? So... Uh, Please, please tell us about the fantastic beer you have blessed us with today. It's a cryo hop monster. Um, I think I even put that on the label. <laughs> uh, it's an uh, institution uh, ale company. They're out of Camarillo. Uh, it's our first official collab ever with uh, 14 mm. Cannons. So I wanted to definitely go with a local brewery for that and yeah. one that we've looked up to for quite some time. And Institution was cool enough to agree to brew our third anniversary beer with us. That's awesome. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I don't think these guys have done a collab before. And Yeah, very first one. That's awesome. Well, you guys you guys picked a cool crew to hang out with for your first collab. Uh, a couple of stats on this one. 6.9%, 45 IPUs. And uh, get out there and vote on Untapped. It's, it's too new. So get out there and start voting so you can uh, get an Untapped score going. Um, so t guide us through like a little bit of a tasting with this one. Like, what should we be sniffing? What should we be tasting? All that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely sniff it first. It's a uh, an aroma bomb, and mm. this was a fun collab. The, the idea behind this beer 
was we took our two basically core IPAs and blended them. So when I first moved to the area like five plus years ago, Institution was kind of the, the beer I was drinking the most and seeking out. And they're, they're seven years old now. Wow. And so they're kind of like the OGs of Ventura County. I, 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 that's how I view them. Yeah, uh, really especially the, 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 the hoppy guys, you know, if you want a good Ventura County IPA, seek out Institution. Mm-hmm. And so when I first moved to the area, I was drinking their White Walls a lot. That's one of their core IPAs. Good choice. Yeah, excellent beer. It's it's a fun one. It's 100% citra hops. You can never go wrong with citra, right? And it's uh, what makes that beer unique is it's a, a wheat IPA. Oh, um, wow. So, yeah, so it's like, I think, basically half wheat. I don't want to give away secrets here. <laughs> um, but but that's what gives this beer, the, the collab, like a really good, like soft mouthfeel. Yeah. Is, that, is using that uh, wheat in there, incorporating that. That's something that we don't really use in our IPAs at 14 Cannons. We just stick to either the two row or the Pilsner base. And so doing uh, a wheat base with this was a lot of fun. And then we took our flagship IPA, which is Tranicide. Mm-hmm. And that's a cryo hopped IPA with Simcoe, Mosaic, and Equinot. And so we, when we were, you know, emailing back and forth, kind of with the recipe for this, uh, we thought it'd be kind of fun and kind of interesting branding to, you know, mash up both of our core IPAs and do it 100% cryo hopped and uh, just have a bunch of fun and make it way too hoppy. And I think <laughs> the results kind of speak for themselves with that. Very, very old school with the uh, the hot bomb there. Yeah, for sure. Do they normally use cryo in White Walls? Uh, no, it's, it's just regular citra and White Walls. So that was kind of a fun twist on it um, was with Tranicide being 100% cryo. I wanted to keep the collab with all cryo. And so I we were lucky to have a box of cryo citra laying around, which is like a casual $1,500 worth of hops. <laughs> and I was no like, what deal. are we going to use this on sometime soon? Like I, it was burning a hole in my pocket to use it. And we came up with this collab idea and I think it turned out great. Yeah, this is awesome. This is really good. And I not to, I don't know, put anybody on blast. I like this better than regular white walls. Like you get a little bit of that white walls, especially the softness from it. And you get a lot of citrus. I think that comes from the tyrannicide th- side of sure. things. And um, on the nose, as our friends would say, this is uh, <laughs> super dank, super piney. <laughs> and I get a little bit of citrus there too. This is just like super classic old school West Coast IPA. And that's really what we were going for with, I think I put even something cheeky on the can. I said, cheers to three years and clear beers. So <laughs> I hope half your listeners don't stop listening now. Um, but <laughs> Look at our we, numbers go. Delightfully cheeky. Yeah. 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 We don't, we don't, neither of our breweries really make hazy IPAs. Institution definitely does not make hazy IPAs. And, oh, good. And when we came out the gate three years ago, we invested heavily into a centrifuge and wanted to make West Coast IPAs. Um, so it was kind of fun of, hey, like this is the style of IPA we both really love uh, and are known for. And so that's kind of how we ended up with something more old school, like you're saying, Greg. Yeah. And it's, uh, ooh, it is definitely old. School. It's delicious. How do you guys, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. How'd you guys kind of get together and, and collab I mean, on this? It, it, was, it was definitely the whole face mask thing and <laughs> we weren't high-fiving or, or anything like that. No sharing uh, beers. Yeah, no, no sharing beers, but uh, their crew did come over and uh, spent the day in the brew deck with us. And, you know, so we took turns going up in the brew deck and adding hops. So we weren't all on the brew deck at the same time uh, for those cool collab pictures. <laughs> um, 
I, I think we might have gotten one picture. I think our social media gal made sure we got one picture together. I, I think I saw one of them, yeah, the whole crew. Yeah, yeah. But for for the most part, it was, you know, it was a cool day. It was just it's it's always fun to talk shop with people. And I think that's why mm-hmm. brewers love doing collabs. And after that day, I was telling my assistant brewer, Andros, I was like, man, we need to do some more collabs. It's a lot of fun. Uh, not just a normal day in the factory, you know? Right. And between you two, I mean, you guys have probably the two nicest breweries, like equipment wise, in the areas or in the area. So that must have been nice getting to play with each other's yeah, brewing yeah. gear. And Same brew house manufacturer, but yeah, yeah. I mean, brewers are always judging. Right. Yeah. It's always a measuring contest. It is. It is. It's, yeah. oh, you know, boy. You, come on, guys. You, 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 you unzip a little when here. you say, well, look at my whirlpool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's dirty. Um, and how did you guys settle on the recipe? It was like 50-50 each beer? Or it was pretty it much 50-50 each, yeah. Um, I think White Walls clocks in at like that 6-5 or Little Blow 6 and Tranicide 7-5. And when we were, you know, came up with the wheat to two-row ratio, we ended at that 6.9%. Um, and then we actually used um, some hop extract to bitter. Okay. Because uh, we wanted to make sure that this was 100% cryo hop through and through. And so I didn't want to throw in any hot pellets for bittering um, just so we were true to branding um, to make sure that, you know, in case anyone found out or saw a picture, oh, they use regular hops. Uh, no, we use hop extract to bitter and the hop extract charges that we got um, came into a nice even 45 IBUs. And I think that is what makes this such a, a crisp bitterness too as well. Um, it's not too lingering. Um, it's definitely there like on the palate. Yeah. But it doesn't like scorch your tongue afterwards. Right, and it's also nice and dry, so it moves along right, nicely too. Right. It's dry, it's clean, yeah. Yeah, and I would have, uh, I would have imagined that it was more than forty-five IBUs, but uh, surprising that it's only forty-five. Yeah, I mean, we did triple dry hop this with you know four different brands of cryo hop, <laughs> so I think there's probably some residuals coming through. Yeah, um, it, you know, the the perception is higher for sure. Yeah, being pandemic and all that stuff right now, has there been any issues with uh, trying to get your beer out there? Obviously people aren't coming to the brewery like they were before, but right. beyond the the obvious, is there any issues with like getting your beer out there? You guys have canned a little bit more. How's that process been going? The hardest part about it is just procuring cans. Um, mm-hmm. Packaging material is really hard to come by right now. Uh, it used to be pre-pandemic, about a two to three week lead time max on getting new cans. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're having to schedule these can releases like nine weeks in advance. Oh, so it takes... Wow two to three weeks to brew an IPA and you have to order your cans nine weeks before that. That's um, insane. So yeah, forecasting right now is a nightmare. Um, if any of you listeners have any kind of cool forecasting software that you want to talk to me about, um, we, we, that'd be great. But yeah. yeah, it's it's so hard to predict right now. So we're, we're just tr- planning nine weeks in advance on the brew schedule right now and, and going really, really heavy with canned goods. Thank God we had the canning line installed already. Right. Um, so we're not, you know, at the mercy of those mobile canners that a lot of brewers are right now. And that was coming in like right before the pandemic, wasn't it? And we'd had it for about a year. Um, but we were only, we were still only doing like maybe 20% of our beer was getting canned. Um, and now it's completely flipped. Yeah. So yeah, we're canning like 75 to 80% of every drop of liquid we make now. Jeez. Yeah. Have you guys instituted any sort of you know, changes for, for Rona that are like, Oh, these are actually good changes. We're going to, we're going to keep going with these. Um, yeah. I mean, the tasting room feels a lot safer now. Um, right. we, we don't have customers inside, but, uh, cleanliness is, is a huge, huge thing. And, um, you know, I, it, it, safety side, it really comes down to we're self-distributed. So I have two sales guys out on the road every day and 
I have a delivery driver and a line cleaner out on the road every day. And so it's been really like focusing on making sure that they're safe and comfortable uh, with their work environment and having the proper PPE and all that good stuff. You said a delivery guy. So where do you have this available? This beer is right now, it's available at our brewery for sure. Uh, it's available at Institution uh, for the time being. I think uh, theirs is probably going to sell out pretty quick. And local local bottle shops in Westlake and Thousand Oaks and the Valley. Um, one of my favorite accounts in the Valley is Mission Wine and Spirits. Okay. Um, they took as much as we'd let them have. This is a super limited release. I think uh, we sold 50 cases over the weekend and wow. we did a 120 case run. So... It's a very limited beer, and but it was designed to be that way. You know, it's, it's special. It's our third anniversary. It's our first collab. Um, it's something we wanted just to put out in the market and and sell really quickly because it's so hoppy that we want you to enjoy it now. Well, talk about forecasting. I bet it's hard to figure out how much beer you should make. Yeah, I mean, because some restaurants are reopening now, and we we had probably a hundred accounts before, you know. The shit. Can I say that? Sorry. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've just been calling Rona the shit. I'm, I'm sick of calling it Rona or the virus. It's the shit. So yeah. So before the shit happened, um, <laughs> we, we had about a hundred accounts and they're slowly re- reopening. And so it's getting back into those bars and, uh, and restaurants and, and, but again, like one of our favorite local, uh, restaurants is Finney's in Westlake Love and Finney's. Uh, man, they, they used to be good for three to six kegs a week. And it was wow. like, fuck yeah, let's like keep up with Finney's. It was, that was like half of our business plan was yeah. let's just keep up with Finney's and it'll be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now, you know, it's just the beer's not moving as fast. Mission statement, keep up with Finney's. I like Yes, that. yeah. How'd you come up with the name on this one? Uh, Andros, my assistant brewer, came mm-hmm. up with the name, uh, Keep the Coast Clear is what we called this. Right. And that was kind of a nod to Central Coast and a clear IPA. Nice. So yeah, I thought it was a cool name and, you know, it was kind of a clever double entendre. Right. right. Is it hard coming up with beer names these days? Now that Man, I don't do it. I, <laughs> I, I, I make the stuff, but I let the staff really name the beers. You let um, the cute people be cute? Yeah, yeah. I think the beers I've named at the brewery, uh, like our one of our flagships is uh, Pale Ale. I, I came up with that name. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Clever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, But that is kind of a fun team building thing usually is, you know, I'll say, hey, we're going to brew this style of beer. Here's the release date. Here's like the tasty notes on it and the bullet points of the beer and come up with a name. You guys got like two weeks to do it. Let's go. That's pretty and, fun. Yeah. And the bar staff, you know, they like doing that as well. And we'll definitely get some interesting ones. Um, but we are kind of like nautical themed a little bit. So that that makes it easier. Yeah. You probably get a lot of names from the staff that you can't quite use. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't <laughs> even say here. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> don't out anybody. It was yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Don't out anybody if you don't yeah. have to. Have you not heard Ali talk? Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so vain. I want to name all the beers after myself. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I totally do. I have to come up with a name for that beer, that the competition I was telling you guys about. And I just want to name it after myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ali working down at Refuge. They're doing a uh, contest right now uh, with different adjuncts. And she's added in some various fruits and other things to a beer. And uh, whoever, I guess, the is it the, the staff or the patrons that get to vote on it? As long as you don't know who whose is who, then you can vote. Okay. So if you're, if you're staff and you don't know whose is who, then you can vote. But it has to be completely like fair and anonymous. But the customers get to vote also? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, yeah. And it's the Baja Crush this year. I want to name it the Cali Crush. 
because it's like my Instagram handle with the C-A-L-L-Y. Right. It'd be so cute, nope. but yeah, I got denied. <laughs> uh, all right. Very good. Anybody, uh, any other questions for Nick about this beer specifically? Uh, no question. Just good on you for going and <laughs> just making like a straight up IPA. Like I'm drinking this and I'm like almost forgetting, like almost forgot what this tasted. Like this particular style is everything you get now is like, or at least I've been on like, you can't find it's all hazy. Everything really is hazy. And you know, this is like, it's very refreshing. Like it's like a breath of fresh air at this point. Like awesome. remembering this style. It's just so good. I think that's mission accomplished for uh, us an institution. Exactly. Yeah. It brings so you back good. to the early days of IPAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's taking me back and it's it's kind of sad, you know, that you have to like <laughs> go back to those times. Like it's like taking me back, but it's like, you know, that's how it is now. Everything really is all hazed out. You got to clear it out, clear it out. Mm-hmm. Get those filters out. Yeah, I just wanted to piggyback on that too with um, Dan saying about the hazies. Like I'm I'm so over hazy. So I love that this is, and I will be honest, I typically don't love like um, like the West Coast styles, but this beer really is awesome. I love it. Yeah. I It's probably when you said wheat, it was like the light bulbs went off. I'm like, oh, that's probably why. Because I just love like the, the smooth mouthfeel that it, the addition of wheat will give it to you. So, and I think the name is very clever. I love that. And congratulations, three years in during the pandemic. That's awesome. So happy anniversary to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone today that the very first podcast I ever did was with Greg three years ago. Oh, Oh, wow. It feels like yesterday, man. But yeah, it's been three years. I I looked it up. I looked it up today. It was late December of 2017. I was like, holy shit. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, I had never done a podcast because I didn't know people wanted to talk to brewers. (laughs) (laughs) But here we are. So yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, we yeah. Always, we're we're nerds. We like talking beer since we can't make it ourselves. Now I you just want to ask, and maybe you maybe you covered this and I I missed it, but you were talking about delivery and all that. Are are people allowed inside the brewery at this point? Not inside. We do have a patio set up, so you can totally. We we have a kitchen. Um, we have a pizza kitchen that uh, rock and roll pizza runs. Uh, so super good New York style pizzas, and that's kept us open during all of this. Um, so totally come check out the patio. We're going to actually build a permanent patio, uh, this week here, um, cover it nice, nice and shade, get some heat lamps in there. And I, cause I think moving forward the, you know, a lot of people are going to feel more safe outside. So we're going to keep offering that I think permanently. And it's California. We can do it most of the time. Right. Oh, to yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. You don't got to worry about it. It never rains in, in Southern California. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why we pay the rent we pay, right? Exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You're, you're only going to have to use that heat lamp for like a month, too. It's never, well, it doesn't even we really are get that cold Lake, here. So we'll get, yeah. Oh. Yeah. If it dips below 75, that's, you know, the other pandemic. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. sweatshirt yeah. weather we'll for complaints. me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the day that uh, the governor announced that everything's shutting down, brew, uh, breweries, bars, everything's shutting down. It was a Sunday. <laughs> we're having brunch with some friends. And we, somebody sent us a screenshot of him making the announcement. We went, oh, shit. So we ran immediately to 14 Cannons. And we, we had as much beer as we could. Awesome. And we had like three pizzas. It was the first time I'd had that rock and roll pizza. It's phenomenal. It is They're so good. good. Yeah. It was, it was surprising. I just like, oh, it's a, it's a pizza at a brewery. No, right. it's yeah. good. Yeah. That was it. That was the last time we drank inside of a brewery. 14 Cannons. Hopefully uh, soon. You can, we can let you back in. <laughs> Come soak in that AC. Yeah. 
Um, all right, very nice. Well, this is like everyone said. I don't I don't need to say it all over again. But this is fantastic. So thank you for uh, for sharing this with us. It's my so, pleasure, so guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you so um, much. Job well done. Hang out, crackwise, if you will. And sure. We'll talk a little beer and a couple other things as well. Oh, yeah. It, it goes downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about hot <laughs> chicks, too, at one point. That's true. That's Allie's favorite part of the it's show. my favorite part. <laughs> All right. Here's where it starts to go downhill. Have a grievance <laughs> to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Uh, I don't have any grievances today. Hopefully nobody does. I want to mention a couple of things. First, uh, a little piece of business. We are going to start releasing the shows on Wednesday in a couple of weeks. And uh, that's just because during the Rona or excuse me, during the shit, there it is. shit has, <laughs> has yes. made this so much harder to uh, do in a quick fashion. So uh, it's just a lot more work and doing it by Tuesday is not feasible. A little peek behind the curtain. So uh, thanks to the shit, we'll be releasing shows on <laughs> Wednesday starting here in a couple of weeks. I like that so much better. Yeah. That, Due to shit 19. Exactly. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, big shout out to Australia. We were peeking on the Australian podcast charts on Apple Podcasts this week. We got up to like 72. So apparently the people down in Australia are digging the gents. Probably thinks Dally. I wonder if they think that our voice, our accents are as hot as we think theirs are. Hey, yeah, we put the, we put that out. We want that poll, man. Yeah. Do you like our accents? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I want to no, know. You guys are weird. Do you like the accent of a cranky old man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have far. quite a handful of friends in down under, so... I'm going to take the credit yeah, for that one. You and I've, them. I've set my Siri to be Australian Siri. Yeah. Like it's just so Mine much too. more pleasant. It's Mine a must. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much more Gives pleasant. me the feels. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, thanks, all you Australians. Throw another shrimp on for us. Uh, and also, I wanted to mention that uh, Fontana Jim, our, one of our favorite listeners, Fontana Jim, left us a, a rating on Apple Podcasts. And I only bring this up to encourage other people to leave a rating. He says... Great podcast. What I've learned so far, dot, dot, dot. Greg runs the show and keeps things moving. He talks about his job and traveling around the LA basin for work once in a while. My guess is he's driving that supervisor car for the bus lines, taking naps and running drivers that have accidents to the clinic for a drug test. Scott is like 80 years old and used to be an Uber driver. There's there's little mystery about which retail establishment he works at now. My guess it's the Costco pharmacy. He's right. Dan Dan is a mystery. He reminds me of the 30-year-old stoner that lives in his dad's garage because he's independent, in quotes. Hey, keep it down. I'm recording a podcast here. <laughs> Allie is the frequent guest and semi-permanent girl on the show. I've almost DM'd her when I was down in San Diego for a beer to meet up, but that just sounds super creepy. So until we're drinking at the same establishment sometime, cheers. All in all, it's a well-produced podcast. It's got a nice structure and mixes current beer and sports news. The bumpers are snappy, and the banter keeps you involved. The beer talk isn't snobby, and Dan will frequently say something super ordinary like, it's a West Coast IPA. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) He got Dan and Scott confused, I think, on that one. (laughs) No, 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 because I'll at least get it right. (laughs) That's true. It's the style right. Greg then must interview Dan to figure out what's good about that beer. Give it a couple listens. You might just like what you hear. 
<laughs> so uh, thanks, Fontana Jim. And and that is all to say, please leave us reviews. It, uh, it helps the show out. Uh, yeah, and then I'll very accurate, very, very, very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's been too long. Fant- Fontana, Jim, you got to leave us a voicemail, something you were like a weekly occurrence. And then you just like fell off the face of the earth. I thought you weren't listening to us no more. So you got to come back, man. We miss you. He's miss, a funny miss guy. You busting balls, period. I've never been able to partake in the, the drunk voicemails. So, I mean, if anybody could throw us a bone, would be great. Flex. Yeah, they, Please. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't drunk, but they were very epic, epic voicemails. He was yes. leaving. It was like a, Oh, I got to feel he's pissed off about something yeah, every when, day. So come on. Once the yeah. shit started, he got pissed off a lot about about a lot of things. And <laughs> Cullen. you know, he's still pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then finally, I just wanted to mention that uh, speaking of institution, I was down there over the weekend and had their uh, their Oktoberfest beer and their their fest beer. Good stuff down there, especially that fest beer. I was very much enjoying the fest beer. A couple of brats down there hung out with uh, Nick and Nicole and Wiley of, of Booze League fame. Had some beers, had some brats, hung out for the night, and uh, things were good. Things were definitely good. It was a, a little slice of normal in the middle of all this shit. Uh, we got to sit outside, obviously, but uh, it was nice having a beer at a table around people. Also, shout out to Institution for the two GABF medals they just won. Yes. Ooh, huge. Wow. Congratulations. Huge. For That's two awesome. of their hoppy beers, their Session IPA and their Pale Ale. Hell and yeah. I had the Pale. I had the yeah. Pale that night because someone's like, this just won. Like today, I was like, oh, I got to try it. It was phenomenal. Uh, on Golden Dreams or something of that nature. Oh, I'm blanking on the name. Had to do with gold. Very, very good. Uh, that's it for me. What about you guys? Anything anything going on worthy of, of talking about? No, nothing. I got that uh, Wizards and Gargoyles, though. I'm ready to try that on oh, the next the show. Oh, the coffee so. IPA. Yeah, I had to pick that up. I went down to that liquor store again. He had them there still. I'm like, oh, and actually, he had them in Kansas time, too, but I got myself a bottle. I mean, he's got it all, man. This guy's he's on top of it. It's crazy. Just a random liquor store in my neighborhood. Nice. Uh, Nick, what about you? Any, uh, I don't know, any beer field trips, any brewery mishaps that uh, you want to share? Field trip, field trip. Um, Hermosa Brewing Company mm. of Hermosa Beach just opened their production facility and second tasting room in El Segundo. Oh, nice. And Laura and I went yesterday, had a lovely time. They are located within... The R6 Distillery in El Segundo. Um, I think it's in a pretty established distillery down there. Um, it was Rob Rubin's R6 Distillery. It's got a cool little speakeasy. And nice. Hermosa Brewing Company is now brewing beer out of there. And we were blown away by the high level of the food there. Oh. It was like gourmet food, man. It was charcuterie plates. It was slow braised short rib. Oh, Yeah, I had a prosciutto and brie panini. Like not oh God. craft beer food. It was, yeah. Pinkies was, up. Yeah, super <laughs> pinkies up. Uh, and really good liquid as well. They had amazing cocktails on the distillery side uh, that Laura was enjoying and I was enjoying all the Hermosa brews. So if you're in the El Segundo area, uh, I think that was their soft opening this weekend. So I don't think they've advertised yet, but go blow them up. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That sounds like uh, fancy winery food. Yeah. Oh man, beyond. It yeah. was It was like five-star eating and... You don't get that a lot at breweries. No, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, do you like luxury? Oh, it was so fancy. I, I was having like hand smoked nuts. I shouldn't have said that. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, not around boy. this group. Oh, man. Oh, it was boy. on the charcuterie board. Charcuterie board, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those nuts mm-hmm. were on the board. Yeah. Uh, I'll take oh, two man. servings, please. Either way. <laughs> 
Go to El Segundo. Yeah. Moral of the story. Check out Hermosa Brewing Company and their nuts. Don't leave your wallet there. Uh, I, I hate to ask, but uh, Allie, anything going on with you? <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck, Greg? We're going to find out. <laughs> no, I had a I had a pretty mellow weekend, actually. I uh, oh, dodged a bullet, didn't have to go to Yuma. The, oh, congrats. The, yep. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. The fellas went to Yuma for another baseball tournament. And my daughter and I were home all weekend and, you know, girl stuff. Went and got our nails did and went mm. to the mall and, you know. A little beer research. I did a lot of beer research. Yeah. I get so... I was telling you guys earlier, but I have so much beer in my fridge and my family gives me shit for it. So I was like, I'll show these fuckers. I'm just going to make a huge dent in the beer fridge and then, you know, fucking black out or something. So <laughs> that'll show yeah. us. Doing yeah. Favor. <laughs> Mother of the year strikes again. <laughs> no seltzers, right? <laughs> I I I did have some seltzers. Yes. <laughs> Look, I mean, Allie they're has in a my fridge. To black out when she has seltzers. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you got to stop pouring vodka in them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I only seltzer. recently found out that was a thing. My friend was like, "Yeah, we we dump vodka in our seltzers and go to the pool." I was like, "Why?" Yeah, I think that's their best selling point. <laughs> oh, best selling point is you can add other things to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're man. not going to make any seltzers, are you? No, no oh, we okay, make good. beer at 14 yeah. Cannons. Love it. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, all right, fantastic. Let's class things up a little bit. Beer Baby of the Week. Mm-hmm. Allie's favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. Swing. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Jalen, and you can find her on the gram at Hoppy Hollow. In this one, she's drinking some, uh, looks like a hazy, as well as a fruited sour from Crosstown Brewing Company. Crosstown Brewing Company. I'm trying to find the camera on this computer. Uh, so do yourselves a favor if you're on the gram. Give a follow to Jalen at Hoppy Hollow. All one word, no spaces, dot, dashes, nothing like that. Hoppy Hollow is, uh, tis the season right now. It's October. So it's That's Halloween. True. It is very uh, you know, on brand. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, before we get to some booze news, I do have one more beer review. Let's make a call to the pen. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Haven't used that in a while. Um, I am drinking, in the spirit of collaboration, I am drinking Firestone Walker's Black is Beautiful Imperial Stout Collaboration. Of course, with uh, Weathered Souls Brewing down there in Austin, Texas. This is 10%, 45 IBUs. Hey, the same as uh, Keep the Coast Clear. 45 IBUs, has a 413 untapped. From the brewery, I feel like Stone wrote this for him. This is extremely long. (laughs) We are honored to join Weathered Souls Brewing and over 1,000 breweries from 20 countries by participating in the Black is Beautiful initiative because we believe equal rights are non-negotiable. We're proud to be brewing a special Imperial Stout at our Propagator R&D Brew House in Venice, California, that originates from the Black is Beautiful recipe, created, of course, by Weathered Souls Brewing to support justice and equality. With bold notes of molasses, espresso, vanilla, and cocoa, this beer weighs in at around 10% ABV. It's rich and silky, uh, and it is enhanced from partial bourbon barrel aging, a classic Ooh. Firestone spin on the communal recipe. Our version of this beer consists of parabola aged in Woodfire, uh, Woodford Reserve bourbon barrels, 
Velvet Merkin aged in Heaven Hill bourbon barrels, 15%, and an Imperial Stout brewed at the Propagator, uh, which was 55%. And as they say, this is uh, definitely silky and uh, just about as opposite as we can get from from a West Coast IPA. <laughs> On the nose, as somebody would say, uh, very... <laughs> it's on the fig. sniffer. We changed it. Yeah. On the sniffer. You're right. On the sniffer. Get a lot of fig. A lot of fig coming through hot on the nose there. A little bit of warmth from the uh, the booze. Smell a little bit of booze. I mean, it is 10% after all. Yeah. Take that swig there. Thank you. Thank you for buying me just a second of time there. Uh, <laughs> you get a little bit of cocoa up front, and then it finishes with that uh, that kind of quad-like flavor that Firestone is known for in the, in their big beers. A little fig, a little cocoa, a little little barrel flavor in there. All in all, a, a, just a, a great, easy sipper if you're looking for something big and boozy to finish your night with. Or if you're in crazy and you want to start your night. Start your <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's 10%. <laughs> I'm uh, day drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's day drunk again? Yeah. yeah. Take that to your Zoom conference call. No kidding. <laughs> Let's round things up with a little bit of booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. Some so sad news, and no one's going to be too sad to hear, I don't think. Ballast Point is going to shutter their Chicago Brew Pub on October 24th. Who could have seen that coming? Uh, they say with the with the winter months ahead and our ability to generate revenue significantly impacted with limited capacity due to COVID-19, we have made the very difficult decision to shut down operations at Ballast Point in Chicago, effective October 24th, um, according to their San Diego operations. I think this was only inevitable after money just being thrown out the window with Ballast Point and then being bought out. It's not a huge surprise. And uh, they spent a ton of money getting that Chicago place up and going. And it, yeah, that's right. I think it was only open for a year or so. Also, mm -hmm. their beer sucks. Hashtag truth. It gives me a headache. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't going to work in Chicago, though. We had called that. That was like, come on, man. Yeah, like the nautical theming of San Diego mm -hmm. in Chicago was kind of weird. Um, right. And then just fruiting up the beer. Right. <laughs> You know, hey, you want to sell some beer? Add some fake fruit to it. It'll be yeah, fantastic. Chicago's not going to be down with that. Yeah. yeah. They won't even let you put ketchup on your hot dog, man. They'll look at you <laughs> sideways. <laughs> they won't gonna be down with fruity beer. Come on. Ballast Point had a really rad location in Temecula, and it was not open. It, was, it wasn't open for very long at all. It, they redid it. It, was a, it used to be the Captain's Cabin. Captain's Cabin had been in Temecula just for forever. And Ballast Point moved in and made it really, it was really cool. But I went there once and I just, their beers hurt my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to throw it's, shade, it's that, but. It's that, no, it's that sugar and uh, yeah, not, not so boring. Yeah. But you know, and you know, I like the, like the sweeter beers and it just, it's, I can't, I can't fuck with it. Yeah. I know. I talked to one of the former brewers down there and. He said he came up with the pineapple sculpt and it was like, when I made it, like I didn't want to make it, but for what it was, it was pretty good. And then I turned it over and they kind of shit on it and used fake pineapple and Ugh. pineapple flavorings instead well, of actual pineapple. And It's not his anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. He sold yeah. it. Yeah. That's fine. He just won GABF this year. So, Well, there you go. I think he's doing okay. Dang. Legend. Legend. Mm -hmm. This is some sad news. McKellar, New York City is closing down as well. Oh, no. 
Yeah, they uh, were not able to to hang in that neighborhood, mainly because of baseball. They said, dear friends and followers, we've had to make the difficult decision to permanently close the McKellar Brewing NYC location at City Field with no foreseeable customers at City Field. Oh. McKellar is consolidating its New York City brewery with its San Diego brewery and closing McKellar NYC. Thank you for your support over the past two years. Uh, we're extremely grateful to have been part of the New York brewing community and have had the opportunity to present our beers in this incredible location. McKellar fans will still be able to get freshly brewed McKellar beers in New York at their favorite stores, bars, and restaurants. We loved our time in City Field and wish everyone the best during a difficult time. You know, it's not something to really think about with all the shit. You think, uh, you know, like a restaurant, excuse me, a restaurant might close down or whatever, but you don't think about baseball stadiums not being open so other breweries, or not breweries, but businesses on top of that can't stay open either. I've thought about that a lot. I think about my bartender all the time too. Your bartender? Her and I were on first. Yeah, we were we were beer tender. We were on first name basis at the Angel Stadium. Oh, I miss her. I wonder sad. if she's thinking about me right now. I'm sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> I still look at my uh, Angel glass. Oh, good. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's go Halos. Right. Yes. <laughs> Save it for next year. 2021 <laughs> yeah. coming in hot. Maybe next. <laughs> You jinxed him, Scott. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, it's Scott's fault. It's Scott. <laughs> Blame it on Scott. It's always hey, my fault. zip it, Dan. <laughs> she's like my wife now. <laughs> mm-hmm. She sounds like a smart lady. Yeah. Um, so, she can be that smart. She married me. Touche. Some interesting news to come out of the uh, Anheuser-Busch camp. Usually it's bad news or weird news. They're working with Rio Tinto to produce a more sustainable... Uh, can beer can and reduce carbon emissions during production by 30%. And the other good news is this could potentially produce more cans on a more regular basis. So I know Nick's probably feeling the pinch of uh, can production. And I'll, I, I think I'll stay pinched rather than buy Budweiser cans. But. <laughs> no, no, I am not advocating <laughs> for buying their cans. I'm just saying, hopefully, uh, no, 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 the company yeah. they're working with can well, whatever we can something. do to yeah, reduce our footprint. Sounds great. And more importantly, make more beer cans. Well, right? yeah, that's what I was thinking about. And when we were talking about that earlier, too, is just like how much more important it is to recycle and get those beer cans back in there so we can fill them up again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah, I'm trying. I am trying. Yeah, it's another reason why I'm making an dent in my beer fridge, you know. Right. <laughs> so I can empty out those cans. Yep. For the, for the environment. I'm a giver. You know, I'm a giver. You drink green. <laughs> I do. You drink green. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's right. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> some, drinks, yeah, <laughs> some drink 16-ounce cans. Uh, and then finally, Constellation Brands signs a sponsorship with WWE to sponsor SummerSlam next year. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you need another reason to stop watching wrestling, here it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, because the reason the shit happened, Corona, is now a sponsor of SummerSlam. <laughs> 2021. Yeah, yeah, I know. Scott hasn't watched it since uh, about five minutes after we hit record. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to sponsor the entire pay-per-view as well as have a sponsored match, which I can only imagine means two people dressed up as Corona bottles fighting each other. Oh, man. What else could it be? Vin Diesel might come out of retirement. There you go. Uh, Vin Diesel might come out and hold his Corona bottle like a weirdo and have one last I live match. my life one body <laughs> slam at a time. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, dear. That is everything from us. Can I ask one more question from Nick? Sure. Only if he says yes. 
I, Nick, I noticed in the background you have a like looks like a bass guitar. Are you a, a musician? That was my my first life. Yes, was mu- musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, with the ukulele too. That's what moved me to the California. Uh, was was teaching music. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, and then right I, I ended up in Temecula teaching high school, and quickly quickly learned that uh, I don't like that. <laughs> and, and got an awesome job at a Temecula local brewery called Ween's Brewing Company. And the rest is history. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But you know how to play the bass. The bass, yeah. My primary instrument was trumpet. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was your instrument, Scott? <laughs> did <laughs> you play every night. something in high school? I did. Uh, trumpet. Okay. Okay. Really? Yeah. And then I... Uh, Eventually, you went to the two. I would have just guessed spoons by looking at you, but <laughs> but fellow trumpet mass, fellow trumpet player is cool. I used to play the radio okay. a lot. So, <laughs> so God, so fucked up. Oh man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tried forks. It didn't work out well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, Nick. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Cheers, guys, and, and thanks for the beer. If you guys want to hear the the interview that Nick and I did. Back almost three years ago, Batch 85. Batch 85, it was released on February 27, 2018. You can just go to the website, theunfilteredgentleman.com, and uh, go to our episodes page. And if you just type in 14 cannons, it pops up. It's Batch 85. You can hear our interview. And when we did the interview, you guys had been open for like Not three long. months. I think I had like six beers on tap. I think we tried all the beers you had on tap that day. I remember being nervous because I like wanted you to try our amber lager and it was still in the lagering tank. And so <laughs> I poured you a sample off the lagering tank. And I think in the episode, I was like, I swear it's going to be good someday. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to grow up to be yeah. a good beer. Yeah. Now it's a core beer. It's won three gold medals. Yeah. And it's one but, of our favorite. In, in fact, when we when I proposed my wife, we did like a scavenger hunt. I made her stop by the brewery and pick up a a growler of that as awesome. part of this and then we had of course the pail at the wedding so that's right yeah yeah i think that kids. was the first time anyone bought my beer for a wedding oh really yeah a lot of firsts that, with you ooh, wow awesome. glad to be that guy yeah yeah the pail was one of the first ones to go that night which was right so i didn't get very much i got a lot of some people kept handing me beer i don't at one point i don't know what i was as drinking. they should yes yeah. yeah, so, <laughs> I, I had good groomsmen i was i don't remember the end of the night so, um, but yeah, so batch 85. And if you're in the, uh, the Southern California area, go check out 14 cannons in Westlake village, California. They have great pizza as well as great beer and, uh, pick up the, the anniversary if you can. Is there, I'm guessing the answer is no, or, or mostly no. Is there any sort of like uh, event planned for the anniversary? No, it was, it was this beer. The beer was the event. The breweries that are trying to do these Oktoberfest parties and anniversary parties, like don't get shut down. It's not worth it. That's right. I totally understand, but the beer makes it worth it. So, uh, 14cans.com. You can buy our pre-buyer beer online. Pre-buy it online. Pick it up at the brewery. Are you guys shipping within California? Only to you, Allie. Ooh, I know. <laughs> I, Special I was going to say that. Well, I got some, so. <laughs> Don't Hey-o. tell anybody. Yeah. Feeling all um, special. You got to be a someone. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Mid her day. Uh, go to 14cannons.com or at 14cannons on the gram. Find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com or at theunfilteredgentleman across the board on social media. Leave us a voicemail, 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. Or uh, Flex. Don't forget to drunk dial us. We're still waiting for that voicemail from you. I'm, I am going to say this is the last time I'm asking him for a... I'm over it. There you go. Enough is You're enough. Up. 
Yeah. Never again. Yeah. Put some rules down. That was the last time we're asking you. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Flex. This is it. It's your last chance. Mm-hmm. So we are going to wrap things up rapidly. Hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.